Hello and welcome to Good Film Hunting, the podcast where two sisters living in different parts of the country talk about films that they love and or hate, um, but we haven't really found any that we've hated yet. Anyway, so this is a very special edition of Good Film Hunting because we're not focusing on any one movie in particular. We're actually focusing on a live broadcast. Tonight we're going to be talking about Oscars 2017, which has proven to be... So much happened. Yeah. Has proven, so much. It is almost like... It was like, a very rough 20... Three hours? Three hours? Yeah. To be honest, it, it kind of feels like it's the day after the election again. Like, just, like, too much happened, you know? Just too much. It's funny that you said that, because I was telling someone that I was going to do this podcast. I was like, yeah, we're doing a post-election podcast. And she was like, hmm? And I was like, oh, sorry, I meant post-Oscar. <laughs> That's but, awesome. But what I also heard today that was pretty good was that this is the first year there's been overtime in both the Super Bowl and the Oscars, which is also pretty great. That, I mean, yeah. and the Cubs won the World Series, and like Donald Trump yeah. is the president. Something is happening. Like something is happening. Yeah, there's seven more planets. Like who knows what's really yes. out there anymore. And there's a new continent. Anyway, so many things. But we need to introduce our guests, Eleanor. So today on yes. this podcast, we do have myself, Anne, in Chicago, and Eleanor in LA, who's getting ready for her book club. I'm sure we'll hear more about it. <laughs> and then we have her lovely roommate, Anna. Anna, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I know you were on this before, but just as a reminder. Um, my name is Anna, and I am an MA student at USC. I am Eleanor's wonderful roommate. It's great being roommates <laughs> yeah. with Eleanor. I actually just ate the pasta that you made, which is great. Um, but yeah, I, but that's about it with me. I'm an MA student at USC, and I graduated in May, you guys. So fun! Okay, um, but question for you, Anna. What's your specialty? Um, my focus is on African-American female um, women in television specifically, but I do also like to look at the general population of women in color and how they're represented and how an audience reception and reflexivity in that. So well. this must have been a really interesting year for you. Yeah, because I, not gonna lie, I did not see Manchester by the Sea or any like the La La Land, but I did see every single black movie that was nominated. <laughs> Get it, girl. Well, and that was important. Like, Anna, Hidden Figures, and Annie believed Hidden Figures would win Best Picture. Because I love it so much. That. It was so great. I walked out of that movie feeling so inspired. And, like, I cried I both times. out and do anything. Yeah. Okay. Well, That's how I felt. And I, I knew when I was watching the telecast of the Oscars that <laughs> I thought in the moment that Katherine Johnson being on stage would be Annie's highlight, but who who knew what was still yet to come? Really? That is so okay. true. Because I was like, oh, this is really cool. But then you were like, oh, this, this okay. is what really happened. So I want us to kind of walk through the night. Because, like, let's be honest, this was a very, I mean, there was a lot. There's a lot to be said here. So, like, number one. I've so my students watched the Oscars only because I told them to, and they came in today and were like Miss Huntington, but they all had like differing views on um like very different animated on no 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 we'll get there they had differing views on JT's opening number. Okay, so I honestly did not see the opening, so I'll skip that because I was folding laundry while the opening was happening. So I did not see it. Fair. I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Other people were like, I also thought it was a really great way to get 
uh, one of the performances for best original song out of the way. Agreed. And it looked like like it looked like people were actually having fun, which I, is at the Oscars like hard to do, you know. Yeah, I think people had fun overall. Yeah, I would agree. Okay. I mean, they got. Sorry, my brain is like all over. So Katherine Johnson was awesome. Agreed. Yes. But so that you guys will both appreciate this. So I told my students last week like all about the documentaries that like were up for the Oscars because I felt like those were the like some of the most important films made. And I told them about White Helmets. And we talk about Syria in my classroom like with relative frequency. So they had some idea of like who they were, what they did or whatever. And so it was so cute today. This like this little boy who's like he's kind of He's not my best student, not very well behaved. He doesn't really seem to care about much. He like walked right up to me when he walked in and he's like, Miss Huntington, White Helmets won. That documentary, it won. And I was like, yes, yes, they did. <laughs> and he was like really, like really invested in it. And I was like, that is adorable. And realistically, that was one of the best acceptance speeches I would say of the night for uh, Yes it was outstanding but yeah that was a highlight i would say for me a highlight was the performance of moana um yes. how far i'll go so good the moana performance i was talking to ashley about that earlier she was no actually it was john on a john about it and he was like it was such a great performance and so well done that we were shocked that she was 16 so good live so good live Want to join the podcast? We're doing a post Oscar. Who is it? Oh, it's you, Hi, you, Oh, hi. Join in. We I'll can't see you. We can't see you guys, but I'm happy you're there. Oh, okay. Anna, who's next to you? Let's have all the friends. Okay. So, okay. where were we? We were talking about highlights. Anna, what was a highlight for you? In Moana. Yuffie, what was a highlight oh, for you? What was your Oscar highlight? My Oscar highlight? What? It's in that theater or that corner, I believe, one Jimmy Kimmel. That was my favorite part. Have you not seen their, like, friendship in the past? What? Sorry, you guys, it was screening tonight. It's funny. They have a, it's a long history, too. It's only, like, seven or eight years. Yes. Really? Oh, my God. Wait, what? It was funny that people didn't know that, that, like, Jimmy Kimmel and Matt Damon have, like, a weird thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, so that was why I was sort of BFFs, but frenemies. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was really good cross promotion with the Oscar meme tweets and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, much. I did too find much. it very oh, funny. Thing was weird though. The what? Gary. Gary from the tour bus. I didn't like the oh. tour bus. It was very. Awkward. The tour. Okay, the tour bus thing would have been so much better if they had reacted the way they wanted them to. Which would have been like they needed me on that tour bus. I would have been like, I'm not leaving. They were, and they were, like, not really interacting with the people, and, like, Jimmy Kim was trying to push that, but I don't think they interacted the way, or reacted the way that Jimmy was expecting them to, which didn't help them. Like, they were probably in the auditorium and probably had their freak out in there. They were like, oh my god, we're at the Oscars. They had since calmed down. Because you also, because I always think about this, is like, you know that moment will be memorialized, and you don't, I can't imagine wanting to become a meme. Oh, yeah, that's you know true. What I mean? Like, but I mean, I was also thinking all of those people 
had to go through security. You know what I'm talking about? So they knew that something big was happening. That's true. You know? That's really true. They weren't just going to let random people into the Oscars. Because some of them are... And then, um... I was like, oh, one day we definitely will be there. In what? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's just in a seat filler. Hi, um, your response here, and then... I love this. I really feel like I'm at USC. Okay. Yeah, I didn't hear that. I feel like I'm at USC. I, like, love it. I feel, like, collegiate. Like, I'm learning. Like, homework from students? Yes. I know, right? So funny. Okay. I can still do my job, Esther. I can. It's amazing. Love it. Okay. Okay. So, Annie, please tell me your thoughts. Because I called you, did I wake you up? No, okay, so I have to explain myself, because I did not see Envelope Gate. I did not see it. And people were angry at me today, because they expect me to know everything about the entertainment world, especially about movies, and they were like, what, you didn't see the end? I, we had like a big event at our school, for our school, on Saturday night, and it was so fun, but I like stayed out too late, drank a little bit too much, and Sunday had like a full day, that included babysitting a baby, a three-month-old baby. So, it got to like 10.30, and I was like... I need to go home. I need to, like, make my lunch. I need to go to bed. La La Land is going to win this. Like, we all know it's a bunch of white people patting themselves on the back because Hollywood, you know? And I was like, I'm just going to go to bed. It's done. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, Eleanor is FaceTiming me. And I... I was, like, getting things done. Like, I was, like, washing my face and, like, making my lunch, and Eleanor is FaceTiming me, and I'm like, what could possibly be so important that Eleanor is FaceTiming me? What is fascinating is I was on, like, five separate text chains catalog now. It was two minutes and 29 seconds in which La La Land was the best picture. Um, it's in that time frame, I was on truly five separate text chains. So I've done tons of research today. Um, and what it was is like, I can tell in my text chains, like the moment when I realized the change. <laughs> and I think it was like, my, I like was shaking so much. My fingers were not working. So I was trying to type to you because you were like, what's oh my happening? God. So it was like, I just have to talk to you. And then you didn't take over your FaceTime, and I, it was a very weird moment. I was, like, on the couch, like, essentially asleep, because I was so bored. And then all of a sudden, I was, like, jumping in the air, and then on the ground, and it was, like, so much. Well, it felt like a live really sporting event. I really did. You guys know what I'm talking about? Like, it really did feel like a live sporting event, because all of a sudden, it was, like, a buzzer beater, you know? Like, game's almost up, La La Land's got it in the bag, they have the Oscar in hand, but wait, it's Moonlight! Half second of the game! Oh my god, it was incredible. Honestly, I was thinking about this, and this will be the most memorable Oscars moment of our lives. Yes, it will. And I, I'm also um, looking forward to about two days from now when I can fully appreciate the fact that Moonlight won. And there's so much to appreciate. Anna and I were talking about this morning. Okay. For example, Moonlight's first the film featuring um, like, black main characters not about racism in any way. That's, That's true. Marshall Ali was the first Muslim actor to win an award. 
And I actually didn't think about that fact until after it was mentioned by articles. So I really was just like, oh, Marshall Ali, you know, he got this Oscar. I was hoping he would get it. And that was it. And I yeah. never even thought about the fact that he was Muslim. I was like, oh, just the guy that got it. That's black that I really like. And that was it. But that is a pretty big, memorable part of the whole experience right. that I didn't realize until they said it. Right. No, agreed. And, okay, so can we go back to Envelope Gate, which I love that they're calling it that for a second. I'm obsessed with Envelope Gate, because it was all about the envelopes. But um, what I love about the whole thing, and this, like, shows my own personal bias about, like, this segment of our society, but I love that the people who messed up, well, the guy who messed up was a white male accountant like something about that is very satisfying and that is so mean but like accountants are so boring and he made this huge mistake also i think they were gracious about it though elder talk more into the microphone like come check in with us do you have your response guys okay cool and then yeah you guys can you hear me? I feel like I'm like not paying attention because all these students. We can hear you. Okay. Yeah, we can so hear you. You can't in a when you're not speaking. You also can put. Oh myself on mute. Thank you. Oh. Oh. It's okay. I only recently learned this, and it was like crazy exciting. Wait, that um, I just did it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That. I. I wonder, Did you see my text to you? No, you didn't. You need to talk more into the microphone, which remember okay. is not in the phone. Remember, we talked to Chris Bentley about this. Dang it! This is happening <laughs> so many times. That was like so one of the times. funniest podcasts we ever did because you were like, "Wait, I've been talking into my phone." I know, I know. We like that's such like a La La Land. It has like that's funny, and like it was barely functional. It was my friend Maggie and me, and we were like getting coffee. All of a sudden, our friend Chris came. And then Chris hadn't seen La La Land, and he's like, I'm going to ask Chris questions about a movie he hasn't seen. And that was well, like, that's because you went to the bathroom. <laughs> Don't put that yeah, on I me. I got a tiny bladder, Annie. <laughs> okay. So, wait, let's get back to the Oscars, because, okay, like, again, there's, like, so much to talk about. Um, so there were so many okay, moments. We have well, to okay. talk about... Sorry, go ahead. Okay, so Casey Affleck, and he's really the winner of the night, because... He gets overshadowed for being a sexual assaulter because Agreed. of the Moonlight upset. Also, to do stuff that now it's, I don't know, I've seen multiple posts on Facebook about, what is her name? Uh, Brie Larson. Larson. Brie Larson is like a big advocate for like sexual assault survivors. Did you like, see her once face? again had to present or had to give him the award. She did not clap. And well, it, that's turned to a huge like meme. And they're like, like I, this is literally me. Like everyone's saying that. That's what I saw. But maybe that's just my liberal, like social party you know. Yeah. So I only saw a couple of those posts. And uh, granted, I don't go on Facebook during the day generally. So like, um, I'm just not sure if I like missed him. But I did see something on Google News that said like, look at Brie Larson's face as she has to give Casey Affleck the Oscar, and her face well, is like she blank. Won the best- well, she won the Oscar for portraying a victim of repeated sexual assault. Yes. So, like, and that juxtaposition right there, I feel like, is so telling of nationwide the treatment of sexual assault survivors. Like, 
Right. You know what I mean? like, that image right there. Like, <laughs> you have been sexually assaulted, and now you yes, will literally like, no. hand him an award. Yeah. Okay, also, sidebar, stuff that came up in memes, which I love, was, did you hear how M. Night Shyamalan tweeted about, like, how he wrote the ending to this Oscars? Wait, <laughs> shut really up! <laughs> That's amazing! I love it. And, did you see Billy Eichner's stuff? That was phenomenal. No, what how, did like, he say? Oh my gosh, so I'm obsessed with Billy Eichner from Difficult People in, like, uh, Parks and Rec and stuff. Here, so I'm gonna look him up. tweeted last night, right after Moonlight, like, the upset. He was like, if anyone from the Inborn is still alive, please just know. And then, uh, and then the Australian producer is still alive. And it's like, what is going on? Yes, I did see that. Drunk. The The world is drunk. Um, uh, no, so that was crazy. And then what was that? Oh, but then also how Donald Trump is like, oh, they messed up because everyone was too focused on me. And you're like, wow. Wait, did he? No, he did not say that. <laughs> he did say that today. Wait, Donald when? Trump. When did he say that? Wait, Donald Trump actually responded to those tweets? Wait, no. He responded to the tweets. What he did is today he made a comment about how people were so distracted by focusing on him and politics that that was the reason why they messed up. He is definitely not the reason that the world collapses or things happen. I need him to stop being conceited. No one cares that much about him. He cares enough about him. He wants people to care enough about him to talk about him. He's not that important to my life or well-being. Well, unfortunately, he has become kind of relevant. There's enough people I know who are affected. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's I tough. I mean, so that's something that I kind of, like, was, was was kind of struggling with today because I spent a good portion of the time my students were watching a movie because I'm a terrible teacher um, looking at articles on the Oscars. But then what came up right underneath on Google News was that, like, Trump is going to try to get defense spending up by, like, triple defense spending and take away all these other programs. And I'm like... That's kind of a travesty that even I, like, who am, I would say, relatively woke, if we're going to use that term, right? Like, even I'm spending my time today reading about the Oscars and not what is happening in my government. Does that make sense? No, it does. It does. Um, so, there is so much... Okay. Like, um, what? What so is happening started, that is so much? I mean, no, it was even, like, this morning I woke up, and Anna is my witness. Anna was exhausted yesterday, because she had to do her P1 507 shoot this weekend. Oh, It was yeah. a struggle, you guys. And, like, <laughs> all day long, she was exhausted, and then what happens is, like, yesterday I, like, went hiking, and I went dancing, and then I was, like, so tired, but then all of this happened at nighttime, and I swear I could have run a marathon. Yeah, like you... I had this new burst of energy. And yes. I also assume this morning I woke up and I like it was still the first thought in my head. Like, I cannot believe this happened, but also I'm so happy it did. I also would have been devastated had it been the opposite. Yes. You know, it had been the election all over again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I did see a funny yeah. meme. If we're gonna talk about memes or tweets or whatever, I saw a funny meme today that was like, oh look, what? black people having to apologize to white people for making them feel bad again. And I was like, that's so funny. Because it's kind of true, you know? Okay. Anyway. 
So, okay, if we could relive one moment from the Oscars 2017 for forever, what would it be? If we could relive one moment from the Oscars? Yes, bring it back, all the way back. From this week's Oscars or life Oscars? This week's Oscars. Let's stick to 2017. It was a pretty momentous year. I would say I have, there are several highlights. Um, I'm really glad Piper won for shorts. Um, deserved. And I also, like, um, I would say Viola Davis. In our part, because, like, Anna sent, like, the best text after Viola Davis won. Viola Davis won, so that was, like, very What'd exciting. What'd she say? It was just, like, she was so excited. She's like, I think the entire apartment building heard me scream. And I was like, that's perfect. And... But I would just say, like, no, uh, when Viola Davis was announced, I literally screamed, I'm pretty sure our entire, like, apartment building her, because it was that important to me <laughs> in the world, that the world knew that she won an Oscar for the first time. It took them too long, but she finally won, and I was way too excited to hold it in. Good. Well, she can get also it. EGOT now pretty quickly. Like, she just yeah. has to get that Grammy, and then she's good. So she just essentially has to read a book aloud. Right, she has to do um, an audio book, and she'll be fine. Yeah. So there's that, and then I would say another highlight for me was Cavallo's performance. Like she was looked stunning, was so good at performing live, and then um, her face was so animated; it was so easy to follow. Um, and even like she got whacked in the head by like one of the way like Ocean fans, just like carried on as if nothing happened. It was also really exciting today though because I was talking to one of my co-workers who has a friend who works at Hollywood Records, so like Disney's recording label, and I guess she found out that like Ali Lee, who is a 16-year-old, not a professional singer, was so nervous about performing in front of millions of people that they they got like a voice coach. So she, they, Hollywood Records or Disney spent $9,000 on a professional vocal coach just for this Oscar training, but like it paid off. Yeah, she sounded really good and she was like just she's she seems like such a beautiful person like she seemed very gracious and very excited to be there she looked really put together and it wasn't like she was 16 trying to be too sexy she was like 16 like being 16 but at the oscars yeah it was beautiful yeah i would agree um you know who looked bad and i hate to say this but um jennifer aniston did not look good I didn't think so either, but then, like, everyone who I was with, um, but, you know, whatever. Okay. So, if I could redo to Oscars 2017 over again and relive it, I mean, obviously, I would stay. I would stay for the last half hour. I'd suck it up today and be really tired, and I would have just seen it. Um, but of the moments that I did see... I kind of loved the opening number. I just thought it was fun. And I felt like it was something it that, was. like, the country needed. Just be like, oh, yeah, we can all just, like, have fun still. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. for me. Anna, anything? Yeah, it was great. This is actually kind of hard. I wish I could go back in time and change a few things. For instance, the end and those terrible tourists that came through. But if I could relive any moment from it, it's basically the Viola Davis moment. That speech was great. She was great. 
I would also like to go back and take back Casey Affleck's um, Oscar. Yeah, agreed. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I would totally would love Viola Davis. It was great. I'll probably listen to the speech again tonight. Good. Get all of yeah, it in. Get all the, the Viola Davis in. Okay, well, friends, thank you for yeah. recapping the Oscars with us tonight. Have a most wonderful rest of your Monday. Peace. All right. You and too. enjoy the rest of your weeks, everyone. All right. Here we go. Have fun at the club. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. All right.